Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. I'm Lauren, and this episode has been a doozy to record, I tell you. But I am so hopeful that you enjoyed the first episode last week back with um, kind of talking about my new chapter. It was vulnerable in a new way. But this episode, I'm going to have it. I have an update about the notion of faking it till you make it. And I also am going to talk about a resource from my therapist. But before we get started, I, I think starting this journey and um, kind of thinking about going through the coaching myself and just going through this journey, I... In my overthinking, I was like, people think that, okay, she's gone through therapy for over a decade. She's been coached. Why hasn't these things, habits, beliefs really sunk in? And I owe no one an explanation, but I will explain a little bit. Um, I think that when you go through different things, whether that's trauma, whether that's just hard times, struggles, mental health struggles, whatever that is, Um, at least for me and what I know about my experience is you can kind of go through survival mode. And when I say survival mode, it can seem intense, but you know, I thankfully like was not like bullied throughout my childhood or anything like that, but I just experienced a lot of struggles and hard times and hard times showing up as my full self and, and being confident in who I am and so for me going through school it was hard in all multiple ways um socially grades all that stuff and so I kind of operated under survival mode and that's just when your brain is like okay I'm just gonna get through this and fight through this as much as I can you kind of just like shut down and try to power through and so I wasn't open to really taking in a lot of things and you know when I was 14 I decided to get help and ask for help and thankfully I got it but I think when I first entered therapy there wasn't at the time that year and that um yeah that I guess decade we weren't really talking about therapy. There wasn't self-care Sundays. We weren't actually talking, you know, about our therapists and, you know, and parents weren't talking about it. People at school weren't talking about it. You know, people on social media weren't talking about it. So it was just a different landscape completely. And so I just needed someone to talk to when I was younger. And, you know, I had my family and everything, but I just really wanted someone that wasn't them, that knew what I was going through and knew that, like, if I said I struggled with something mentally, they would understand it and know that, like, oh, that's kind of normal to be feeling this way and, like, kind of knew what I was going through, like, wasn't, you know, just something so crazy. And so at that time, going through, like, middle school, high school, I just really needed someone to talk to. And I just really was just like trying to power through, get through, make it to the end, get the grades that I needed to, to graduate from high school. And just then I would kind of like start 
it was kind of, I guess, then I was going to start like fully my life almost in a way. And so um, once I graduated college, no, once I graduated high school, I went to college and um, I think in college I really had the like complete opposite, you know, kind of experience. I really shined and really had the friendships that I've always wanted and was just felt more comfortable being myself and engaging in the classroom and my grades got much better and just everything really blossomed. And so I think I was kind of riding this high, if you will, and just on cloud nine. And so I I kind of, in the beginning phase of when I was really in therapy um, in college, I was just wanting to know how to just talk through having being happier and like that kind of felt there was kind of just a position of like I felt happier and like what is this like how how do I not self-sabotage like how do I not you know mess this up and like sustain this and kind of navigating like really feeling myself and what that meant and also just you know the woes of being in your late teens early 20s and you know all the changes that come with that and all the changes that come with being in college and more independence and stuff like that. So I was kind of just like navigating that and just talking through that. And then probably um, in my like junior year of college, did I really be like, okay, like this is great. Talking through this, everything is amazing. But I think I need, in order for me to sustain this growth, I probably need tool, focus more on like tools and systems that I can kind of take to sustain um like I said this growth that I'm experiencing and and put in also more sustainable habits so I kind of was going in that direction and um that leads me to now knowing that you know I need to um just make that complete shift into being who I am in an, an adult, really in a fully formed, like, adult way. And so I think therapy and healing, as I've always said, is not linear. It ebbs and flows. And I think that it's hard sometimes to be, like, to, you know, I always go to, like, shaming myself of, like, why am I not in a certain space? But I've gone through a lot, and my therapist always says to give myself compassion and um I have grown in a lot of different ways and give myself credit and I also think that me operating in survival modes for so long that it's like so easy and your brain always wants to come back to what is easiest in the moment and operating in the habits and the limiting beliefs and the narratives that I that I built and believed in my life it takes a lot of work when you've built that way over, you know, a decade or not even a decade, more, a big, most of my life. And I believed the lies or created these habits. They're most of my life. And even though I got better, I still believed, I still didn't fully gain complete confidence. You know, I still didn't kind of change certain habits that I, that were necessary. So I think knowing that part that this it's so nuanced and layered that 
to be, you have to be intentional to uproot those things. And, um, recently I thought of it of like uprooting, like knocking down and ripping out like trees from the root and, you know, to cultivate the soil and plant new trees. And I think that's like kind of my visual of changing, uh, habits and lifestyle changes and stuff like that. So that was kind of just a little overview of like, to give some perspective of why I feel like now I am in a place where like I really want to change and and be free in a way that's like transformational because it's not even just for myself it's for other people and to do the things that I was called to do and be the be my full self so that I can you know be a better uh, daughter friend um, partner in the future, like all these things. And so I, that's kind of what has been on my mind when people are probably like, well, you've been through all these things and have all these resources. Why aren't you? It's like, I think it's not as simple, especially when you have mental health struggles and just have certain things that have gone on in your life that, that you keep on believing. And I think that I, I'm a recovering people pleaser, so I definitely need help into not focusing, but I also wanted to give clarity and context to things. So, anywho, I mentioned that I had an update about my um, fake it till you make it comment and how I can't fake it, and I want to say that I, when I say fake it, I think I really meant like having a like being not being genuine and having a like not an overcompensating for yourself kind of thing and not being tapped into reality and I think that that's when I say fake it till you make it so I know that fake it in this context of this saying can mean different things different people but I also wanted to ask my therapist about what she thought about it because I just always was intrigued by what mental health professionals thought about it. So she was saying that, um, your like I said, your brain always wants to. Well, she didn't say this, but I said I said as I said previously, your brain always wants to go to what is comfortable for you. So she said when you're like retraining your thoughts, you know your brain has pathways and neurotransmitters and grooves that always if you're thinking something negative your brain always looks for something to back up that thought so if you're if you want to create a new thought and focus on that's like an affirmation or saying like I am capable or like I am worthy and so to really drive that home you have to think of a scenario or a memory or whatever to back that up because we always like oh just say I am confident, like, I am confident, like, walk in that confidence, but if you don't give an example of when you were confident, or when you were capable, or when you did have skills, or when you, um, whatever that may be, your brain will all, will try to say, like, no, you aren't, because there's no, nothing to back that up, so I thought it was good that she was, like, you have, you have to look for something to back up what you um, 
are focusing on because your brain already has tons of information of why you aren't capable of why you can't do something so you also have to think about the things that you have done and the things that you have accomplished and the things that are true about yourself and so I think that's good of just like not just being like oh I'm confident because like I'm like no I don't have any you know like data to back that up you know like I don't so I think for me it was really hearing her side of the story um, and her perspective really helped me be like okay like that makes sense so when I was thinking about Backing up your thoughts and how to change your thought patterns, I remembered that my therapist gave me this tool and you can also write this out. It's called a CBT, I think it's called a CBT chart and a, it's also called a record, thought record. And so it stands for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, is CBT, if you do not know. And the chart is the columns on the top of the chart are labeled event, thoughts, feelings, behaviors, alternative thought. So if you have anything that comes up and you're kind of just overwhelmed in some way or have want to have all these like kind of a negative thought spiral, so you can do this and you don't have to complete every single especially the first one, you don't have to complete every single column or fill in every single column. And so you, let's say I think that I am not capable. And so I, my thoughts are, I am not capable or I am not skilled or I am not enough. That's my thoughts. And then the next column is feelings. So the feelings are, I am sad I am frustrated, I am angry, I am, I can't, I'm trying to think of other feelings, but you get the gist. And then behaviors is, um, I isolate, I, my shoulders tense up, um, I don't want to clean, I don't want to go on walks. Or exercise, you know, those are the behaviors. And then the alternative thought is where I get tripped up every single time. But we're we're gonna change that. We're changing that. Um, so alternative thought is like I am capable. Um, I am I am strong. I am resilient. I am determined. And so that's kind of the chart that she always wants me to go back to I must admit I was a couple weeks ago I was going down a little spiral and I did not use the chart but I bounced back and I remembered that I have this tool so in all transparency you know sometimes I forget about it but I am now bringing it back and I always at least I remembered at least I remember it existed and didn't completely just like not not remember but anywho if you want to look it up again, it's, I think you can probably Google it. It's called CBT chart. She, my therapist emailed me them, um, but I'm sure it is on Google. Um, and yeah, I think in the, the notion or the theme of not faking it till you make it, I hope this episode was helpful because 
This is actually my second time recording this episode because the first time around I was saying like so much, which I did in the beginning of this episode and kind of the middle say like a lot, but I think I'm. it's because I'm rusty and I say like a lot in general when I'm trying to process how I want to say something and um a lot. That's just, you know, I need to probably take a public speaking course again, but hey I'm doing it. I'm trying to be consistent in coming out with episodes. So we're just, we're just going to go with the flow. And homies, I hope this helps you with today, tonight, or tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>